global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery, and Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Now over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call with Bill Maloney. Bill? Good afternoon, Catherine. Main U.S. averages have reversed their morning losses. Dow is currently higher by 67 points. SEBs gained five, and Nasdaq rises by 12. The small cap 600 is higher by three points, and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.78%. Eight out of 10 SB sectors are rising, led by gains in materials, industrials, and telecom. Utilities and healthcare fell. Dow Transports gained 67, Nasdaq Biotechs fall 30, and the VIX is down 6%. Dow leaders to the upside included IBM, Walmart, and American Express. Merck and Apple led to the downside. Earnings movers included Endo International, which fell as much as 42% to the lowest since 2002, while Activision gained as much as 8.9% after its results. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Catherine. Thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type S-Q-U-A-K on your terminal. And here's some breaking news. The deal to make at Charter Communications, the number two cable company in the country, has cleared the last federal hurdle. Charter, its merger to buy Time Warner Cable has been approved by the FCC. And we'll have more details as they become available. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Accelerators, accelerators for the aerospace and defense industry. What are they? How do they work? Well, that's why we have Van Espabodi. He is a partner and a co-founder of Starburst Accelerator. They are based in Los Angeles. They can be followed on Twitter at StarburstI. Double N-O-V, as in innovation. Well, Van joins us now here in the studio. Uh, All right, so innovate. Help us understand this world of accelerators and defense and aerospace companies. What's this all about, Van? Uh, I guess the first thing you'd have to think about is the generational gap, this world of Silicon Valley startups, even those startups here in the New York area that are trying to find a way to access these big aerospace brands. Who Who do I talk to at Boeing, at Airbus, to help me get that product into the marketplace? Well, when you talk about the marketplace, is it to sell ideas and products to the actual aerospace companies or to go directly to the U.S. government or maybe a mixture of both? It's a mix. It's never that straightforward. Most people have difficulty navigating these big rules and how to become a supplier. Some tend to represent the future of the industry around drone technology, um, transporter systems, you know, even technologies as interesting as Hyperloop might not be aerospace related, but it requires the same sort of engineering. And the background of Starburst uh, has international roots. That's correct. We started in Paris about three years ago, and the model um, was easier to be organized because the supply chain in Europe is much more hierarchical. So it was um, pretty exciting uh, to get that off the ground and have some good success case studies there and then bring it over here less than a year ago. And we had our first event last October, and it's been ramping up pretty quickly since. Give us an idea of some of the companies that you've been working with and some of the services you've been providing them. The word aerospace means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but um, 
space and drones tend to be the low-hanging fruit, those that really start to resonate with people. But there's a lot of infrastructure in between those two worlds that has just as much opportunity to grow in the industry. So we're learning about new materials and nanotechnology. We're learning about air traffic systems for drones. We're learning about uh, electric propulsion systems for small satellites the size of our fists. Well, what would be an example of an actual company? So some of the companies that have presented our panels include uh, a millimeter wave radio frequency um, technology that's spun out of uh, Ireland, out of a lab there, and they're getting a lot of love from the corporate partners that support our program. Um, they're called Aralis. Another one I can think of is called Axion. It's developed a nanotechnology for electric propulsion systems, really to make the best use of energy while traveling in space. Um, something uh, around the passenger experience can be around in-flight entertainment systems. We're working with companies that are developing lightweight sea technology based out of Singapore. We've also learned about a company that identifies alerts if a drone is flying near an airport to avoid any sort of collision. Well, what's that company? Because that, that company is called AirMap. AirMap. And that is something I would imagine that local as well as federal officials would be interested in. Exactly. They've done very well to... Uh, create the attention at a federal level and work very closely with the policyholders in the FAA and uh, the White House. Having said that, they, in order for this to really get the traction, they've got to work with the drone operators and as well as the local airports. So it's a pretty uh, major undertaking to get that sort of trial and pilot programs in place with specific airfields. What kind of money does an accelerator like Starburst offer potential companies? So... Most startup ex startups at a seed stage that have some strong IP and they really have a patent or two pending, really ready to kind of hit the ground running, they're still really small. They're looking for anywhere from half a million, 500K, to as big as 10 million. But it's up to us to kind of walk them through the process and saying some of the – whether or not some of their – what they're asking for from these investors, including us, is unrealistic or not and whether or not we can help them reduce that scope through partnering with some of the corporates, which is a critical component of what we do. The company Safety Line uh, is one of the companies you've been involved with, and I'm wondering if you could just describe what they do and how they connect with what you're trying to achieve. Safety Line has developed an algorithm that analyzes the black box data that most people tend to only identify after an incident's been made. So what they've done very carefully and very creatively is use some deep learning algorithm to understand the behavior of an aircraft during the climb phase as a, and in order to then provide guidance to a pilot to say, as you're climbing, if you change the speed during your climb phase, you can save up to 10% of fuel. So what they're doing is they're offering airlines this software suite to say, if you run this through your flight management system, we can help you achieve 10% fuel reduction in your overall fleet. And if you're able to do it, offer them a creative business model to say, we'll take 10% of the 10%. All right, good. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Uh, Van Espabadi, he is the partner and the co-founder of Starburst Accelerator. They're based in Los Angeles, and they can be followed on Twitter at Starburst. I-double-N-O-V, as in innovation. Companies creating new products and services for the aerospace and the defense industry. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to be talking about impact investing. BlackRock has a new exchange-traded fund and focuses on sustainable investing. We'll find out why that is a growing portion of people's investment portfolio next. 
Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Anshin Block and Anshin, named the best accounting firm in North America for the sixth year in a row by Hedgeweek.com.